Welcome to the Health Unfiltered Podcast. I'm Dr. Rogelio Ralzola, a PhD in health, exercise, and sports science, a strength coach with over a decade of experience in personal, collegiate, and professional settings, and a sports scientist whose main goal is to use testing and data to maximize your health and performance. And I'm Brooke West, holistic registered dietitian, practicing the perfect combination of a functional nutrition, science-based root cause approach, and hippie magic, with areas of expertise in women's health and hormones, gut health, and micronutrient balance. We believe that health is multifaceted, but not as complicated as others make it seem. Our mission is to share what works and what's BS in the health industry, all while having a good time doing it. Expect us to share everything from new research to tried and true health philosophies to alternative health therapies and the occasional controversial topic. Let's get started. Good morning and welcome back to Health Unfiltered. It's me, Brooke. I'm here for a short snack time episode flying solo this morning with an amazing homemade coconut milk latte that I have brought with me to this recording. I'm going to try not to make it some type of ASMR, but I am going to sip this latte as we go. Sorry to Roe doing the editing. I mean, like, what is just, what is better than that? It's a weekend as I'm recording this. This is how I'm bringing joy into my life with this coconut milk latte that I'm sharing this deep, profound experience with on mic. I'm here because... Today, I wanted to talk about one of the biggest pieces that's really helped me and the clients that I work with that we often don't really associate with health. You know, when people are like, oh, you're a registered dietitian. Do you write meal plans? I want to bash my head into a wall. That's like the one thing I don't do <laughs> as, um, you know, someone who's dedicated at this point a, a large portion of my life to studying holistic well-being. And... I think that oftentimes people get too caught up in the food and what's on their plate and what the scale says, and they think that that's a good determinant of health, and I hate it. Like, I truly hate it, <laughs> and I stopped weight loss coaching a long time ago, and every now and then I'll, I'll like, well, should I? No, no, I hate it because I think that we're missing this whole big mindset of all of these other pieces that are going to determine if you're healthy and happy and whole. And I brought this up on my Instagram stories last week, and it led to a lot of thoughtful conversation. So I wanted to expand on it here. So here's my hard line in the sand. Your lack of boundaries and your lack of expression of your authentic self is ruining your health. It is ruining your health, and it's only going to allow you to get so far. Boundaries are this biggest first piece. I think, you know, when I'm talking about boundaries... I know that we have all these different contexts for them, but I'm talking about boundaries with your time, with your work, with difficult relationships, with family, with friends, with events, knowing what to say yes to when and when to prioritize you. That is the key. That is the key. I have a series of questions I ask someone before I even agree to work with them. Because if you're not going to prioritize you, like you're going to invest all this money and you're not actually going to prioritize making the changes and prioritizing you, then you're wasting. It's just like a total waste of everyone's energy. And this is why so many people fail. And I encourage you to go back to our last episode where we talked about 
if you don't make this a, a real choice and a decision about how you live your life and who you are and how you show up as a person, then you're never going to see the type of lasting success that you want. So this is kind of a, a like a little like a secret. I imagine like the secret garden key, like a skeleton key that's beautiful from a Victorian home. You know, this is one of those keys. You have to know when to prioritize you and have boundaries. You know, and it's it's been so interesting working with people for so long. But I see these themes, right? It's like I am going to do anything and everything for work. They don't treat me well. They don't pay me right. They don't do all these things. This is not in my contract. I'm not obligated to do this. But I am going to lay my sick, weak, tired body in front of a moving vehicle for them. And you're just like, what? Your boss isn't going to be there. He's not going to be there when you get to the point of your life where you get to, quote unquote, enjoy it. You know, I think that we've, we're seeing a shift in this culture and the way things go. And there are certain jobs, I think of Roe, actually, when this comes to mind, where he has an in-season and he has an out-of-season. And he signs up for a job knowing that in-season, it's not going to be chill, uh, Brooke naked at the river vibing. Like, that's just not how his life is ever going to look with this job. But he signed up for that. But that doesn't mean that he doesn't find time to prioritize his training and making sure he's fed and preparing himself, connecting with his fiance, all these other aspects that make up a healthy life. So that's not to say like you need to think of me in the jungle as an entrepreneur who's very much structured my life a certain way. You can work for other people and still have really good boundaries with work and with time guaranteed the phone is another big one guaranteed if you set your phone down turn your phone on airplane mode at work if your kids need you and it's an emergency give the school the actual work line like don't get on your phone think about how much time that we waste because we're breaking up our productivity just to scroll i love to turn my phone on airplane mode i have an app i love i've talked about on here before called freedom it's like this green butterfly icon the free version is all i use it's fine it's totally fine helps me draw boundaries my phone is always on do not disturb some of my friends have figured it out and they call me twice like it better be important if you call me twice to break through the do not disturb because having those boundaries is what allows me to be really productive and work and do what I need to do and then have time for myself and for these other aspects of health that are also important so I think that having boundaries in, in that is a great place to start. And then we can talk about boundaries around relationships. A really way, a good way I like to think about this, this is from Brene Brown. She talks about how she and her husband operate. But if you're in partnership or you've got a roommate or, you know, whatever it looks like, there are going to be situations where someone is really struggling. I'll, I'll use myself. I have a, a best friend here. We're neighbors. It's very rare we're both really in it at the same time so we can help each other and like we're there for each other. But there are times where I'm like, I have nothing to give. I have to just focus on myself. And there's times when she does the same. And knowing how to to, to voice that out loud is really helpful. And I, Brene Brown talked about this in the context of they have children. So it's like we, we have to keep the tiny humans alive. Like we can't just be in our own thing. So... 
they have a conversation. She's like, I've got 25% to give. And he's like, okay, I got 75% to give. So I can come in, cover 75% of the things to keep the tiny humans alive and the house standing with all the four walls. You can take 25. So that's a way you could go about structuring this when you're you're, you're really in it. And, and maybe remember, though, that this can be when we're talking about holistic perspective, this can be physically you're drained, you're tired, emotionally, you're you're spent, energetically, you're spent, you're so tired, you have nothing to give. It might not be physically, I need to go sleep. But there, you know, there might be other aspects of your life and of your health, mental and emotional, that are playing a role. And you're like, I need you to take 75% for me if you've got it in you. You know, so it always ends up balancing and it's, I think, a super beautiful way to go about co-parenting, being in partnership, even just being in community and the way we live here and we're always doing and helping each other. Communicate these things and communicate your boundaries in a really respectful way. If you ever are taking other people's boundaries personally, that's usually a pretty good invitation to go inward and see where you are not doing this for yourself. Hi, it's me. I used to be that person. <laughs> so I'm not saying this to make anyone feel some type of way, but rather uh, just invite you a little bit deeper into examine that. I am a recovering perfectionist and people pleaser. Right? So this is a hard one for me. I still sometimes have to move a little bit slower when I make decisions. And I let people know that. And I get better at saying maybe, not a yes or a no. I'm going to say maybe. And I'm going to really give myself space to, to make a, a decision a little bit slower so that I can really be like, is this, is this what I need right now? Is this good for me right now? Or is this something that I need to put kind of on prioritize me and, and not do this thing? So I think that that's another good way to go about it. If you're like, look, I've really struggled to prioritize me. I've really struggled. I'm a people pleaser, which is a form of coping. You know, it's a for, it's really like a form of manipulating an environment to make you feel safe, manipulating how you show up and how you do things for others to make sure all your needs are met. We usually learn this at a really, really young age. A lot of the times there might have been a lot of chaos around us and we're we're trying to just like show up and create peace. And that because that's what we need as children. And so we usually start mending and bending and molding at a pretty young age. There's a lot to it, but that's, I think, a good summary that makes sense in my mind. So move a little bit slower and that's okay, And tell people what's going on. Like if we can communicate with one another with kindness, it would solve so many problems. Just be like, hey, I'm if it's a friend, a friend you're going to start practicing with that you feel safe with. Hey, I'm really working on finding better balance and boundaries and prioritizing myself and my health because that's really what needs my focus right now. So just be patient with me. If I'm, uh, um, I might need to move a little bit slower. I might need to think about some things to really fill into if this is the right thing for me, or if there's something else I, my, my energy and my attention needs to go into. Look, nine times out of 10, people are going to be like, I am stoked for you. And you're probably going to influence them to take the time in the space. And it's almost like this permission slip of like, oh, wow, I love that she's doing that for herself. I want to do that for me too. So I think that that's a really good way to look at it. And if you ever just trigger the 
all get out out of someone, usually it's family. <laughs> They're used to you being this way for 30, 40, 50 years. And all of a sudden you're like, mm, it's a no for me. They're going to be like, excuse me. <laughs> like, that's just how that's how I've watched it play out. Time for a coconut latte sip. Right. And that's OK, too. That's OK, too. You can hold that. Just breathe through it. Okay. Thanks. Still going to do this thing I need to do for me. We'll work on how this works. So I think these boundaries are a really big key piece. And I kind of alluded to like this perfectionist people pleasing part, which I think also plays a really big role in using our voice and speaking our truth and being authentically ourself. Ourself? Ourselves? I don't know. This one was a really tough one for me that actually just this last year has been quite the portal that I've stepped through. And it's hard in the age that we live in because it's not just I'm going to be me when I go to work or I'm going to be me when I go to school or I'm going to be me when I go to the, the, the party at, for my friend's birthday. We have these really big online spaces we have all these different places where people can see us and see into our life and see what we're doing. And work for a lot of us isn't I walk into an office and there's 10 of us. It's I show up online and there's thousands of people. Or I share this piece, this thing I've created, and it's not just being sold in a storefront. It's being put out there for the masses to see and critique and give feedback and sometimes judgment and handling those projections. It's a lot. It's a lot. So I think it's even harder sometimes in this modern world for us to speak our truth and really live authentically. However, when we shut those things down, we are shutting down ourself, our body. If you're not familiar with Gabriel Mate's work, I highly recommend it. He talks all about what happens when we hold all these things inside, when we hold inside unexpressed emotion, unprocessed emotion. There's like now these things used to be like super hippy dippy a few years ago. Maybe you might think that still, but there's actually so much out there on this now. Start with Gabriel Mate's work. He has a really good documentary called The Wisdom of Trauma. If you just want a quick cra crash course into like what does this dude about and what is what's he talking about? It's a great place to start. You just make a small donation and watch watch that documentary. So we need to learn how to feel and express emotion, process this trauma in a safe way, in a safe space. But we have to let it go because if we are storing all this like this anger and this resentment and this sadness and this grief and this, you know, these, all these different pieces and feeling like a victim and feeling like we're, we're internally internalizing all of this, we are the ones letting it take a toll on us and our physical being. So we have to let that go. We have to let that go. It might not have been you that's necessarily like responsible for the things that happened to you. I want to draw that line. But then we are responsible for what we do with it. And there's so many beautiful tools. And if you're listening to this, like I have no idea, you can always message me on Instagram at westnutrition.co. And I'll gladly share. Like there's so many different types of therapies you can try and different ways that you can start moving through emotion. One of the easiest ways I like to do it is dance. I feel like we should get a guest on to talk specifically about this. I'd love to find – I actually have someone in mind. So now I'm going to 
sip this coconut milk latte and reach out to this person after I get off this podcast to talk specifically about his work and the way he goes about it. So we're going to make that happen. But I want to get back to using your voice and speaking your truth and being authentic. We have a tendency to edit ourselves. We edit ourselves because we're a perfectionist. We want to control the way that we're perceived because we feel threatened. We feel endangered. If I don't show up and everyone doesn't like me, then I'm not going to get my needs met. I'm going to get rejected and I'm going to get pushed aside. And when we're children and we're tiny and we, we need big humans to keep us alive, that's usually when it gets ingrained and that's important because usually they're feeding us and they're providing a shelter and the things. But then these pieces stay. They were helpful. They helped us adapt. They helped us to grow. They helped keep us safe. But at a certain point, it's then our responsibility as an adult to start shifting that. We don't necessarily need those same protectors, those same parts to keep us safe as an adult. So then it's about changing that conversation. Because if we are not speaking our truth, we are not living authentically, we are quite literally shutting down our throat chakra, this whole entire energy center. So this is really something that's important if you want to get healthy if you really want to embrace holistic health and well-being, there has it has to come from all these different angles. It is not about your Tupperware of chicken and broccoli and rice and your lifting workout for the day. That is like the intro version to I want to start caring about myself. And there are so many other deeper layers that are going to give you your freedom and your health back. And so I'm going to close this because I could talk about this all day. But if you are not practicing really good boundaries with your time, with your job, with your relationships, all types, and knowing when it's time to prioritize you, that will absolutely ruin your health if you do not master this. It is an art. It is a practice. Remember that. This is not a scientific equation. Boundaries are an art and a practice. And communicate where you're at with people. So take your time. Take your time. Process. Say maybe I need to think about it. Don't let that little inner people pleaser start making too many decisions for you. Put yourself first. That is so healing in and of itself. And then it creates space for you to have the time and the energy to make changes in your health and all these other different aspects that you want to focus on. This is a huge thing I do with clients. Huge piece of the puzzle when we work together one-on-one. And then use your voice, speak your truth, live authentically, baby step your way in, don't give yourself a vulnerability hangover. But let me tell you, even the trick is to get to know yourself so well, like I feel, I truly feel like I know myself so well, someone can stand in my face and they can tell me whatever they feel and whatever projections they see, whatever, whatever I'm mirroring in some way back to them, they might spit fire at me. But I know who I am. I love who I am. And that doesn't phase me. So really get to know you so that you can show up in the world and be that beautiful, authentic expression of yourself. That's that big second piece. All right. I love you all very much. I really appreciate having this platform and this podcast. And this has been a huge part of healing for me and putting myself out there into the world. 
So this just goes to show that it can come from all different spaces and places. But this work is truly magical. And remember that this is a beautiful, delicate, dynamic dance of holistic health. And it's so much deeper than just the food or just the workouts. And I'm so glad you're here for this conversation. I hope you have a beautiful day. Cue that music. Bye, y'all. Thank you for listening to the Health Unfiltered podcast. Make sure to follow us on your favorite podcast platform, rate the podcast, and share this episode. Connect with me, Dr. Alzola, on Instagram at ROI Health. For more details on all things sports and human performance coaching, visit GetROIHealth.com. You can find me, Brooke West, on Instagram at WestNutrition.co. For all the ways we can work together on nutrition and holistic health, visit westnutrition.co. And don't forget to send us your epic questions of the week on Instagram at healthunfilteredpod. Catch you next time.